Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We even dive into the fictional from time to time too. We will re-watch TV shows, talk about movies, anything where stories are involved. We especially want to get you, the listener, involved too. So if you've got random, funny stories, things that have happened to you or a friend, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Technical difficulties. Okay, we'll start again. Hello and welcome to stories, the true and the the fictional. Fictional. We're breaking up a bit, but we are going to roll on through. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode, the season finale of uh, Resident Alien. That's yes. the season. That's the season finale, not the series finale. They, um, yes, and we're lucky we've only got a, about a month till the next the season starts, which is good. That oh, less than that. It's like does January twenty sixth. January twenty sixth. Resonate. Oh yeah, you're right. There you go. Not too far away at all. Only round the uh, only just around the corner. So, yeah, about about 24 days from now, but not from the when you guys are hearing this. But um, yeah, we may talk about the show, but we're not going to do a watch along with season two because no. we're not all about you know. The, it, then it would have to be the sci-fi podcast or the you know. Yeah, and that's our other podcast that we do. Yeah. Because uh, we're exciting times ahead. We've got um, some interviews lined up. We've locked in uh, writer, writer and director Matthew Holmes is going to come on. He's done films like uh, The Legend of Ben Hall, uh, Twin Rivers, and he did um, the ads from our childhood, Ryan. He's, he did some of the claymation for the Smacko ads. There you go. And we're, we're going to talk to him about his great-great-grandfather, Sherlock, as well. Um. Yeah, well, I mean that's the reason why we're having him on the podcast, oh, yeah. isn't it? So, so pu- purely last names related to Sherlock Holmes. That's what you told me. Well, actually, no. I think he put a post up like uh, last year, sometime, saying that he's you know like distantly related to all these noble, wealthy people in England or something. You know, like there you go, borderline royals or something, but. Yes, you may remember if you've been following us along for a while, we had an interview with uh, Steve Jager, who was a Ned Kelly historian and, um, you know, knowledgeable Australian history person. Yep. Uh, so we we got a good reaction to that. So we thought we'd do a few more interviews. And luckily, yep. Jamie reached out to, to Matthew Holmes and he kindly agreed. Yep. And I uh, got a few he's other people filming, from filming a movie at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing a movie called The Cost, which is a thriller. Um, it, uh, I don't know much about it, to be honest, but well, you know, we'll get him on and he can tell us all about it. Yeah, well, he can give it a good plug too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, but that's to come in the new year. Yep, we've got which some other things be- lined up as well, and very exciting ahead. Anyway, let's kick it into. Um, Jokes. Got some jokes for us, Ryan? Yes, I do. I have two dad jokes here for you, as per usual. 
Uh, the first one is just, uh, I just want to tell you about my grandfather, Jamie. I'll never forget what my dear granddad said to me, to me uh, right before he kicked the bucket. Watch how far I can kick this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to let you know before you go into the second one, because this is the Resident Alien final, um, yeah. I've acquired some laughing tracks of Harry laughing. So when you tell these jokes... <laughs> It will not be no, our I... usual American canned laughter. It will be Harry laughing. <laughs> Excellent. That's so just... a... You should have had that through the whole time, I think. So just keep that in mind while you tell your next joke. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. Um, I'm just going to say, uh, oh, that one's bad. What, Jamie, what do you call a factory that makes okay products? Uh, tell me. A satisfactory. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Wow. You're lucky Harry likes it. Um. <laughs> I bet Harry does. But yeah, so, you know, if I um, just one more, how do you become a tightrope walker, Jamie? I, I don't know. There's an online program. <laughs> I made a joke. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the dad joke. So I thought I'd being being the new year, I thought I'd throw in an extra one. Yeah. OK. Um, well done there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moving right along to uh, my story, story of the week. Do you have a story for us, Jamie? I do. Um, okay, so 1917. When George S. Patton... Wait, was movie. Yeah, no, not, not the movie, the year, mate. Um, when George S. Patton was stationed in France, the mayor, he was, uh, the mayor of a French town mistook a covered latrine pit for the grave of one of Patton's soldiers. Patton did not correct the mayor. And when he visited the town during World War II, he found the locals were still respectfully maintaining the grave. <laughs> so, yeah. A whole lot of soldiers looking after a toilet, um, thinking it was a grave. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that probably would have been one of the earliest practical jokes. Yeah. Well, just see how long you can get them to. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, well, it reminds me of a story. I, I'm sure I've told this story before, but in one of the wars, Australia, a lot of Australian soldiers were overseas and they um, got a keg of wine or beer or something and they decided to bury it like because they were going to be passing back through to pick it up and they just mm-hmm. put a sign that said dead horse. Yes. And then they come back and they dig up the, the uh, wine and British soldiers saw them doing it and went, oh, that must mean that every sign that says dead horse has alcohol. <laughs> they went around oh. digging up, you know, dead horses. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. That's uh, would have been very disappointing for them. And funny for the Australians. But um, yeah, well, <laughs> moving right along. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Now is the perfect time and Buzzsprout is the perfect place to start. With Buzzsprout, you'll get your podcast listed in every major podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Buzzsprout offers a wide range of features to help not only promote your podcast, but to see how well it is performing all over the world. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and join over 100,000 other podcasters getting their story out to the world. Whoa, 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 before you go... Sign up for a paid plan and receive a $20 Amazon gift card. You really want to miss an opportunity like that?
Resident Alien. Yes. The finale. And they don't they don't waste well, well Jamie, before we get into it, why don't you give us a synopsis of the episode? Yep. Um the episode was called Heroes of Patience. Oh, um, isn't it? Yeah. Harry prepares to complete his mission, but discovers that his humanity extends beyond his metamorphosis. Arthur confronts Harry about his mission. Lisa and David go after Max, and Darcy has second thoughts about her life. Meanwhile, Mike gets Liv an espresso machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so... Awesome director for this one again, Robert Duncan McNeil. He's done a few episodes before. He's He worked on Chuck, Star Trek Voyages. He was an actor in Masters of the Universe. So you gotta, you got to pull someone in for the, you know, for the big run. Oh, you definitely have to. And then you, yeah. it had that, it definitely had that big finale feel to it. A lot of yeah. things got tied up, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of surprises. So. Yeah. It was um, written, written solely by Chris Sheridan, who's the showrunner. Um, he's done things like Resident Alien. Resident Alien. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. But all right, let's let's just dive right in. What a what a opening bomb. Yes. Like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, I, oh. um, being the being the person who hasn't actually seen the the finale yet, I was shocked, and I thought. You know, you, you we find out that original, not not new Harry, original Harry, was the one who was actually poisoning the Doctor Sam. Yep, he was uh, injecting stuff into Sam's insulin. Yep, he is the culprit, which I thought was a nice twist. Yes, because I initially thought it was Harry the alien, but then you realise, hold on, five months ago, and then you see Harry climb in just after he gets home from yeah poisoning. That they was... didn't really explain why he did it, though, did they? No, but I'm thinking maybe season two could. Yeah, could because we all that know that more. his wife's been arrested for the crime. Ah, uh, Sam oh, Hodges. Not, not his Sam's yeah. wife. Yeah, was arrested for the crime. Yeah, so they're definitely uh, going to have to, you know, close that. Um, yeah, I hope they don't just they didn't just do that for shock factor, and they're not going to sort of circle back around to well, why. That happened. Well, they've got a season two, so they probably will. If it didn't get a season yeah. two, that's just one of those mysteries you don't really know why. But then the monologue over the top is just, you know, Harry going, oh, humans will just kill for the sake of it. And, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I um, must say the um, the soundtrack in this episode was absolutely fantastic. Um, and that's not just because and- it res- resembled um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, well, that, that and the Cha. fact that the inappropriate, inappropriate music timings, I think, was fantastic. And we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. As we move, on. yeah. So we see that's what we see at the start. We see see uh, the original Harry poisoning Sam's insulin, yep. and then um, that obviously leads to when Harry comes into the house and takes over Sam's life, uh, the real Harry's life. Yeah, uh, and then and then it obviously switches back to what we saw at the end of the last episode, where Darcy um, had found fake uh, old Harry in yep. the freezer, and she called. And it starts off with the uh, sheriff and the deputy and Darcy at Harry's house. Yeah. And they're like, he's dead. He's been murdered. And they open the door. He's like, oh, hello. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and that, yeah, that- and the sheriff is complaining because Darcy got him out of bed early for this. Yeah. And, um, and then like, the, dead, the, the, the dead bodies in the attic, you know, like up in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Harry, you know, smartly did that. 
And um, yeah, so obviously this, everyone thinks Darcy's crazy. Yeah. Um, Harry, Harry's like, I smell alcohol on her breath. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, she gets arrested. But then, then the deputy finds a boot. One of yes, the boots. finds the boot. He goes all detective. Later on, asks asked her for the for the foot that is still in the freezer at the uh, hospital. In the hospital. Yep. Yep. Gonna do the Cinderella thing. Um, now Max has caught on to the agents. Yep. What they're doing, he's told Sahar, so that so they're out to warn Harry, but they're switched on kids. They know they're gonna get tired. Oh, they really are. Very especially Sahar. She's got her head screwed on very well. And scores a hundred um, bucks. <laughs> yeah, scores a hundred bucks and plants a uh, a phone. Under the under the front of the RV as well, yeah, which I which, thought was quite quite good. She yeah, scores a hundred bucks from the uh, the the agent, and yeah. uh, I think that was quite quite good. And they use that opportunity to plant a phone so they can track to keep an eye on where the yeah. the agents are. Now, uh, another interesting thing that happens is Harry realizes he can be hurt yeah. by his own device. Yeah, so but I'm, before we get to that, I, I love Harry. Um, Harry's ready to, he's good. The device is powered up, it's ready to go. Yeah, he's about to push the button, but then he realizes, hmm, I think I might go and get some pizza. Yeah, there's an ad right. for um... and, and it's funny him running into his running into people there and trying to feed a baby pizza. Yeah, and um, I thought that was quite hilarious. And he stocks, he stocks up with his pizza and he's like, yeah. oh. he's like, oh, now I've got enough to last me a while. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Because if if he destroys the world, he destroys pizza. Um, exactly, and that's giving him giving him some um, some second thoughts. Yeah, but then um, he thinks, oh, okay. So I'm going to he yeah he figures out. Look, I'm going to test the device first. Yeah. Uh, so he brings up uh, fake Harry's body. Yeah. Um, and uh, he decides that he's going to just he's going to use the device on Harry's. Uh, original Harry's body yep. to disintegrate. One, it gets rid of the evidence, and two, it tests the device out. Yep. But he has his um, conversation with the dead body before he does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dead body basically saying, "You don't have the balls to do it." Essentially, without saying it, yeah. um, and he goes, "You're not even you're, you're not even your own kind anymore." Yeah. Uh, he goes, "How do you know it's not going to kill you? Because you you've been here for too long. You're not even your own kind." Yeah. And, so, um, and then, yeah, it just one after the other. They did, they did not slow down with with bombshells no. because because then Asta comes in and, and get, confronts him about you know, yeah, figures out he killed Harry. Yeah, well, the the deputy comes to her. Yeah, the deputy comes to her and asks for the foot. Yeah, and um, all of a sudden she kind of she remembers that when Harry was going his foot back, he had a mole on the left foot. Yeah. And then um, the the foot that she gives to the deputy has that mole on it, so she's like, yeah. "Hang on," and she figures out, "Oh yeah. shit, Harry actually killed Harry." Yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's that, that emotional that. scene of Harry going, "Don't go," you know. And like, oh, I felt for him. I was like, yeah. I I really he's like, and he's like, what does he say? He's, he quotes as, as that song that we end up hearing later on yeah. in the episode. Oh, child. Yeah, oh child, just the way he says it, he's like, oh child, everything will be okay. Yeah. But yeah, Harry actually 
he he says it to Asta, it's you, it's you that's making me feel these things. Yeah. And he goes, you're my friend. And um, he said, you, you're you making me feel pain and happiness and, and fury and stuff like that. And she then yeah. says, well, why don't you just go back to your own planet and leave? Yeah. yeah. And Harry's Harry's clearly upset. Yeah. Um, I actually felt for him right there. Yeah. It's like genuine. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty powerful scene. Yeah. Um. So then, then I think later on, Max, Max reaches out to her, but um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, because the agents come back to Max's house, and this is my has to be my favorite segment of the of the episode. <laughs> I know it's like saying that like the End Game is my favorite Marvel yeah. movie because they're all so good. But this scene yeah. with the mayor and his wife, I just was cracking up time. So yeah, basically. The agents, uh, so Max and Sahar decide to track, chase the phone, trace the phone. Yeah, trace the phone. And they said, oh, it's it's saying it's here. And Sahar thinks he's tracking his own phone and not his mum's. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they go, oh, I'm tracking my mum's. And they look out the window and the, the RV's there. Yeah. Um, and then the agents appear and, and they're, they're questioning Sahar and, um, so I was giving it, giving it back quite, quite well to these, you know, CIA agents who tend to kill people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and so basically they, the mum's doing a workout with headphones on. Yeah. And um, yeah. Jamie, do you want to guide us through the rest of the scene? Yeah. Well, well, you know, they're like, oh, she's up there. They're not going to hear us. And so I was like, yeah. oh, I can scream louder yeah. than her workout music. <laughs> um, and then David, the, the agent, David kind of, um, doesn't take the aggressive approach, but tells tells them that Harry's hit there to kill them, kill them all. Um, yeah. And then, um, well, you know, she comes. The mum gets off the exercising machine, and uh, but just, yeah. And so in the meantime, the mayor's coming. The mayor has an encounter with Darcy. Yeah. Um, on the on a see, the mayor's sort of walking to his car and sees Darcy sitting down on a bench and. They have a little bit of a moment with Darcy down herself because obviously no one's believing her about what happened at Harry's place. And the mayor's yeah. like telling her how amazing she is. And she yeah. reads, misreads the signs and gives the mayor a kiss. And the mayor's like, well, hold on, I'm married. Yeah. And um, he heads to heads home and he's, he's, he's he immediately thinks that his wife's going to divorce him because, yeah. because she kissed yeah. it. It's like, oh, hey, uh, how was your day, honey? What's for dinner? Divorce? Oh, that's good. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, Walks up yeah. to the door and sees through the door the yeah. agent with the gun, and he immediately calls the sheriff. Yep, which is uh, a smart thing to do. Yeah, Sheriff Mike again. The second time we see him without a hat on. Yeah, um, and he says, uh, "What's going?" On? He's explaining what's happened, and Mike's like, "Don't do anything. I'll be there in five minutes. We'll be there in five yeah. minutes." And he's like, "We don't have five minutes." And then yeah. you see, um, it cuts back to inside the house where you know the mum kind of. The mum is sort of saying, you know, leave my kids alone, leave my kids alone, and yeah, uh, yeah. Then the mayor comes in, smacks, smacks uh, da- the David. Is it David? The, yeah, David's the agent. Yeah, smacks him over the head with a with a pole of some sort, and um, the mum and the mum, mayor and his wife start kicking ass. Yeah, um, which is pretty to funny the, because to a, to a real slow song. Yeah. Because in that um in the scene before with Darcy, the mayor was saying how much of a coward he is. He never does yeah, anything, you know. Exactly, and then, yeah. and then here he is, just you know, goosh goosh. Um, 
blood and all over their the shoes. Max's eyes when his parents are just working together, and yeah, you know, and it's so hard. To like once it's all over and done with, uh, it was funny. A little bit of trivia. I, I don't know if you noticed, Jamie, but when when the mayor when they were in the hallway near the stairs, yeah. uh, beating down on the two agents. The, the mayor, I think it was, looked like he was using a candelabra of some sorts. Yeah. But it was clearly plastic or rubber because it was when he was hitting the agent, it was, it was bending about. back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. I, I, but, see, I um, noticed yeah, things just, like that. Yeah, they were just, they were just, um, and then Sahar's like, wow, you're like Daredevil and the Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reference. Um, yeah, it was, that was really, really cool. And the, he's, he's the mum and the mayor covered in blood. Yeah. Um, the, the deputy and the Sahar's like, your shoes are covered in blood. I'm never washing these shoes again. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the sheriff other- kind of gives the mayor a bit of a pep up here. He's like, yeah, he's like you know, you, you guys, you guys were heroes. You know, yeah, he says, I, I don't, I, I don't normally, I don't ever agree with people taking the law in their yeah. own hands, but that's pretty badass, you know, real hero talk. Yeah, and then, and um, then they just, and then they awkwardly just start getting it on. And he's like, you know, you got a room upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, their relationship's on the mend. Yeah. So... Now, the other funny, little little funny side story bit where Darcy is in the diner on the opposite side of the yeah. table from Jay, and Jay's like, going, oh, I've got no one to talk to. Like, this is this is insane. Um, and then Darcy, you know, has a heart to heart with her, and then they end up going confronting Jimmy and. Um, um, Darcy pulls the handbrake off his car and locks the door. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Um, given Jimmy is due. Um, yeah, but there's just so much stuff happening in this, but it was like all one after the other. And then, um, I think so. While they were, while, while the CIA agents, before they got the crap kicked out of them by. Um, the mayor and his wife, they found a picture of oh, yes. Max had drawn, yes. yeah, Max had drawn an alien in a doctor's uniform. So they're like, okay, well, we they kind of knew where they were gonna go. Yeah. Um, so they head to the they head to the doctor's office and they see the, the creepy, well not creepy, they're like the super nice doctor. Yeah. And, 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 and assume the alien. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so they nab him? Um yeah. That's where things get real because they they take him to meet the the um forgotten a name. Linda um, Hamilton. Yeah, the not the, I was trying to think of her uh, character's name. I know who Linda Hamilton is, um, <laughs> but uh, I think it was Evelyn or something. But um, yeah, and then she's like, "Oh well, I got my alien now. Now now we're done with you." And they go to yes. shoot, they go to shoot David, but then like bystanders walk past. And she goes, kill, and then the other agents like, kill you later. Yeah, which makes me think that maybe, just maybe, he may team up with the Harry next season. Possibly, you know, possibly you know. because of what happens sort of towards the end of yeah. the episode. But also, right. notice the the Men in Black reference. Yeah, and how she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you, you know, I was expecting Men in Black. She goes, no, if I wanted, if I, if I, if I'd called them, they would have, they would be my superiors, and they would have come, and we would have no alien. Yeah. So technically, Men in Black canon in yeah. this universe. Well, but then she also said that's not what they're called. Yeah. No, I know. You know yeah. Um, I just thought it would be funny. Imagine if you see Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones just rock up. That'd be pretty funny. Ha, ha, ha. 
Um, <laughs> only if Will Smith raps about it. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that whole scene happens. But um, mm-hmm. other than that, I think it's just straight to the, you know. Yeah. Where Harry's I like. Kind of, okay. I kind of noticed that. It just it pretty much just went straight to Harry driving up to his ship. Yeah. Well, after that. Yeah, just punches straight through the, the hangar and, you know, just does away with people using his technology. Yeah, and... that was pretty cool. He didn't really disintegrate them like he did with the body. He just kind of knocked no. them out. Well, uh, they're going to get disintegrated anyway, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's when, you know, Max has called Asta. He goes, he knows where he's going. Um, yeah. And then they, they turn up and, you know, to plead with Harry not to destroy the world because... Harry got very emotional after his fight with Arsenal went screwed. I'm going to destroy. Yeah. Well, activates his, his device 90 minutes until it, you know, goes kaboomy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's ready to take off, but then in come the, you know, the uh, government agents and yep. they, they hold Arthur and Max um, hostage. Yep. And uh, he's like, Ugh, and he lands the ship. But I think while while he was taking off, he was talking about his pizza, wasn't he? He was like, he's like, oh, I forgot the pizza. Yeah, he goes, oh, I forgot my pizzas. Damn. <laughs> I can I can take the ship and pick them up on my way to space. <laughs> um, but then after, obviously, you see them take Max and Asta captive. Uh, Harry lands his ship, exits the ship in his alien form. Yep. Um, and sa- essentially saves the day. Yeah. And him oh. and Asta share a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. Um, where, you know, he he's basically saying, <laughs> I thought it was funny. She's like, he's like, you're my friend? And she said, yes, I'm your friend. He goes, okay, you come with me while we destroy the rest of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's, she's like, no, I'm not going. And then he's like, well, yeah. then I can't destroy everyone. Yeah. And um, then he realizes yes. he's, he's got to get the, the device oh, yeah. away. Yeah, because he's like, I should dispose of my device before it detonates in 80 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, go do that. And then he's like, real quick, I left some pizzas in my freezer. Yeah. <laughs> you can have them if you want. You <laughs> um, uh, and then you see Harry get in his ship and, and flies away and, and everything seems to be working out. Yeah, he, 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 he shot well, he shot the device yeah. out into space, essentially. But then, so what he, a, yeah. like... I so saw this I, I, I saw this coming. This cliffhanger, I saw it coming. It was so obvious with where he turns around and Max is in the uh, in the, in the ship, ship, sharding in the ship. He's like, "You're gonna take me home, right?" <laughs> and this then, some and, bull, and the series yeah. ends on this some bullshit. Yeah, Harry's catchphrase: <laughs> "This is some bullshit." Um, yeah, look, it was an it was a solid episode. Like, you you couldn't look away. No, um, not at all. Not at all. I loved. I loved every minute of it. Um, yeah, I and, didn't see any reason to sort of. It, it just and it didn't feel like the. It didn't feel like the length it was. No, like if like it was. I'd only been watching for twenty minutes and it was done. Yeah, uh, which is good. Which means you know you don't really turn away. There was so much happening in that episode. Yeah. Oh, we forgot one main thing. What? Which was in the synopsis. That um oh there's an espresso uh, machine. The coffee machine. Yeah. Oh, but he's like, I didn't. I got it for the precinct. Oh no, you yeah, got it for she, me. She knows that he's got it for her. Yeah. And she just gives him a big cheesy hug and he's like, Yeah. It's like it, it was on sale, and you know, I just couldn't. Yeah. And it's good, yeah, because cause he starts 
switching on more to her theory about the doorknob yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, so that but, was that was solid. Like their their relationship is obviously getting stronger because yeah, you know he's realizing how important she is and how you know how sometimes, yeah. like we said, multiple episodes you need big city police and you need little small town policing and they yeah. work well together. Yeah, but more more importantly, you had you had a theory. Uh, uh, it's on record. You said I have it on yeah. record that well, you we thought... haven't really gotten any closure to that at the moment. What, what you reckon? You you reckon the doctor is going to yes. Still end up being an alien. Yes. Because think about it. They didn't really have any closure to it. They took him. Yeah. But then they didn't really say, oh, no, we've got the wrong guy. Harry just yeah. showed up. and So, yeah, I'm still... I'm well, still yeah, yeah, well, you know what it sounds like to me. It sounds, sounds, like, sounds like an episode of The Walking Dead where someone dies and then you're like, no, 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 they're still alive. They could still be... They died off screen. that option and then there's my option and until i get some closure i'm still saying he's an alien okay hang on hang on i'm saying because he arrives so late i'm saying he's i'm calling that he was back up from harry's planet to make sure the job got done well i i'm you know our mutual friend chris has as a made a bet with his sister a $50 bet that Megan Fox would win an Oscar um, so as long as she's still acting <laughs> there's always <laughs> an option so I guess as long as this, this show keeps running that doctor could still be an alien yeah so if they finish up at season 5 and this dog doctor never gets mentioned there's still a possibility that it's two so, so there you go Unless and, and, we go back and they say, oh, you know that doctor? Yeah, he died. Died on impact. I'm like, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, and and even, even then, even then, then, even then you could be like, you know, oh, he was, he was outed as an alien off screen. <laughs> well, to be, to be honest with you, no one really dies in a comic book. And this is, this is based on a comic book. So technically, yes. No, I, okay. I think they're going to, I like the, like the the string that they've left us with with uh, real Howie killing Sam, yeah. I think they're going to expand on that. They yeah. wouldn't have brought him back in the last episode just for that little thing. Yeah, so well, the, I think there's more to it. The trailer for season two looks pretty good. So um, I haven't watched it. They don't they don't give away much, um, other than he's on Earth. <laughs> okay, because he obviously had to turn around. Well, bring Max, Max back, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really glad that there's only you know less than a month, only a few weeks until the next episode drops. Yep. So, uh, as far as I know, for viewers at home who don't download, uh, Stan is going to be airing the episodes as per the US um, oh, wow. cool. on a weekly basis. Yep. So I must oh. must say, streaming has gotten a lot better. I download a hell of a lot less. Yeah. Now, because we tend to get a lot of this stuff at the same time as yeah. the Americans do now, so yeah. So I read on Stan that yes, because they've put the they put the trailer up on Stan, and um, they said coming coming January. So yeah, cool. Yeah. So well, as always, um, send your stories to the and the fictional at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of Resident Alien. Yes. If you got any predictions for season two, we'd be happy to um, read them out and. And let us know if you agree with my theory about that doctor. He was just too nice to be human. Yeah, but but then then does that mean um, 
Hugh Jackman is is not human because he's a nice guy. Um, no, no, this doctor just looks doesn't he doesn't act human. He does. Not really. I watched an episode of Castle the other day, and he was yeah. in it, and he was acting pretty much the same. Mm. But he but he played a nurse, not a doctor. Yeah. See. And he was a criminal. Uh, maybe he was just being nice because he wants to be a doctor. No, no, he was being nice because he had to use all these nice, pretty lady doctors to get uh, break his sister out of jail. There you go. Well, this is not the castle podcast. No. But, um, yeah, let us know what you thought about Resident Alien. Uh, let us know if you've got suggestions on any other shows you'd like us. We've got a few ideas that we think we might uh, do after a few more uh, one-off episodes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, just let us know. We're trying to pick things that are also on streaming services too, so yep. you guys can watch along with us. But uh, don't uh, want, But for you people that don't like watch-alongs, don't worry, we're going to be doing a whole lot of other episodes as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you right, can... Got, um, and we've got other episode ideas planned. This is just, you know, in the future for next yeah. year. This was just a real easy easy thing to do to bring out some more episodes and mm-hmm. let you guys know about the shows that we love to watch. Um, yeah. Give a little more information about us. But speaking of shows we like to watch, Ryan, do you want to hit us up with Ryan's recommendation? Yes, I do. Now, this one is another, another show from... Uh, the network that Ted Lasso's on. It's on Apple Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever they call it. Um, I found this just purely by chance over the Christmas break. Um, I was just, I watched a, a couple of quick episodes of a few things trying to find something else to watch. And I saw, oh, Chris Evans has got a new TV show out. And I thought, oh, okay, I like Chris Evans, Captain America, who doesn't? Um, it's a show called Defending Jacob. On Apple TV now, it's a mini series, so it's it's a one and done. There's no season two; it's a limited series, which is good. It's um, starring, uh, uh, yeah, starring Chris Evans, um, Michelle Dockman, and Jaden Martell. Jaden Martell was Billy in the new It by Stephen King. Uh, a lot of other people you would recognise in there. I'm not going to go through the whole cast, but basically. Uh, it's written by a guy called Mark Bombach, he writer and creator, uh, and directed by Morton Tildum. Uh, those names don't really mean anything to me, but I thought I'd throw them out there anyway. Cool. So really good. I, I watched it all in a day. Um, it's only eight episodes, as I said, limited season, so everything kind of gets wrapped up in the in the um, the eight episodes. Uh, Apple Plus, fantastic acting by Chris Evans, like you haven't seen him before. Yeah. Uh, only released this year, uh, last year, I should say, 2021. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Really, really, really good show. Cool, cool. Defending Jacob, Apple Plus. Yeah, on Apple, Apple TV or Apple Plus or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, it came out over Christmas, so check it out. New and upcoming authors J.A. Bryden and Chris Park bring you the hilarious book, Letters from the Emu War. Based on a real-life event, it tells the story of the Great Emu War of 1932, when the Australian Army declared war on 20,000 flightless birds. And, uh, lost. Read letters, newspaper articles and journal entries written by the emus themselves. With every turn of the page, you will gain a deeper understanding of the life and times of emus at war. Letters from the Emu War, available on Amazon. 
now it's time for our new new segment. I've done one of these before. It's called Jamie reads his emails until people send us stories. <laughs> uh, now, for some reason, I, I think I signed up for Twitter like years ago, and I never use it. Don't even think I have a picture on there. But I get emails all the time where they're going, "Hey, this person had a tweet. Hey, this person had a tweet." So I clicked on one at random, and it it was James Blunt. Blunt just tweeted, and the tweet that was, that he responded to was some girl called Soph. And she said, unpopular opinion, but I love James Blunt. Always have, always will. To which James Blunt tweeted, thanks, mum. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't know about James Blunt and his tweets, he's very, he is very funny. Um, like he just laps up the fact that so many people hate him. Like he just well, that's, that's funny. I, I'll never forget when I went to Big Day Out one year, and um, uh, and he him he was performing that year, but I I didn't want to see him because yeah I don't like him, but I I went to see Tool, and and the announcer said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Tool," and James Blunt walked out. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he does like carving himself up a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, wasn't but, he a soldier? Yeah, he he he's like one of the hardcore. I don't know what um branch it was, but he was right up there, like the berets or whatever. The you know the yeah. the, or the red. Now he sings about some his songs about semis by the sea. Yeah, well, if you if you watch his first song, the film. Oh, bit, beautiful. Yeah, he's pretty ripped in that because he's just been out of the army, straight from the army yeah. to you know this. And he, he just murdered a guy, and he's singing about the yeah. corpse. Well, well, al- al- alleged allegedly. They say he stopped World War Three. Oh, okay. So or by releasing an album. Yes. <laughs> he, he pulled out a guitar and stood between two <laughs> two warring nations and went, You're beautiful. <laughs> Your love is brilliant. And he turned to the other guy and went, Your love is pure. I saw an angel. I'm glad I'm sure. That's, and that's then much. everyone went down and, and became wise men and had semis by the sea. No. No, it was more so he was given orders. If he followed those orders, it not it would have not been like it would have started a war essentially. So, oh wow, he decided to not follow through with the orders and uh, stopped you know something bad from happening. So I love the guy. I hate his music. Yeah, well, thank you, James Blunt, for um, stopping the war. But uh, please don't release any more albums. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're James Blunt and you listen to the podcast, <laughs> send us an email. Oh, there's a throwback. There's oh, wow. a throwback. I'll, hey, look, I'll, I'll tag I'll tag him in the podcast episode and see what happens. <laughs> He'll probably go, thanks, Mum. No, but I'm not saying I love James Blunt. I'm not saying I hate James Blunt. So he I'm, saying, I'm saying I hate James Blunt, and if you want to prove me wrong, come on the podcast. You, you do know he's ex-military, right? I'm ex-military. I uh, before we hung out, I think I was I was with Chris, uh, mutual friend Chris and Michael, and I was telling them about James Blunt being in the army, and like Chris was like, no, and they're all pulling out their phones, they're all you know searching the internet to see, and then Chris was just like, no, I have to respect him now. <laughs> um, pretty amazing. But um, yeah. Well, look, that was emails of the week. Um, send your stories, please. Send your stories to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. You can even come on the show. I've got a whole lot of guests lined up. 
of you know um, people from right around the world, authors, filmmakers, average Joes. But we want to hear you. So the true and the fictional at gmail.com do it. But um, look, that's that brings our Resident Alien rewatch to a close. Um, Another fantastic show. Good recommendation by Jamie. Yep. Um, yeah. So far, he can't do any wrong. He's recommended the last two shows we've done a watch along for, and they've been fantastic. Um, well, can I recommend something to you right now, Ryan? What? There's a real good album for, by this guy from the UK. He used to be a military man. Um, I'm seriously going to shut stop. this computer right now. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't really listen, to be honest with you, I don't really listen to music anymore. No, well, I do from time to time. Look, I'll be honest, um, after watching, um, well, firstly, Tick, Tick, Boom by, um, yep. with Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. And that, I was like, I immediately down, like got bought the, uh, the soundtrack and I listened to that on repeat. And now after watching Eurovision. Ah, oh, so I, good. <laughs> the, fire, the fire saga story. Yeah. I um yeah 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 ding dong yeah well I've got yeah yeah ding dong but I listen I'm, I'm also listen to Huzovic which is like the main song at the end that you know oh that's so good that like, is so good. and then there's this version but because it's for those of you who are listening there's a movie called Eurovision by Will Ferrell it's about yeah. Eurovision and it's not it's not it doesn't overly poke fun at it it like it does it respectfully and I think it's it has a lot fun. of the past Eurovision winners in it yeah and as well. And, Will Farrell was not going to, you know, make a mockery of it because his in-laws are tragics about Eurovision, so he did that. But um, there's someone else sings Rachel McAdams songs for it, yeah. and you kind of understand why when they sing the last song. But um, yeah. there, there's a video of of the um, I don't know her name. I should know her name, but like uh, Mar- Mar- Marianne, someone. Um, yeah, just her singing that Who's a Vac song with, with a piano on the shores of, um, you know, Iceland. And it's, you're just like, gosh, this girl can sing. Um, but, yeah, when I heard that song in the finale of that movie, I got goosebumps. It's such yeah. a good song. And, like, even, I, I just love how it's part English, part Icelandic. Yeah, and, and I guess that, that's the reason why they got this. Oh, no, we're not going to spoil it, but... no. But yeah, that was it's so good. Yeah, but definitely watch it. But it's um, on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. That's where I found it, and I was like, "Should I watch it?" Uh, uh, and then I put it. And on. You know, what? I hadn't watched it in a year, and then on New Year's Eve, I went to our mutual friend Michael's house, and Jamie and Michael and Michael's wife were just finished watching it, and I, even I just bought back, you know, yeah. even just I got there just in time for the last song, yeah. and uh, yeah, it gives you goosebumps. Yep, so check it out. That's my recommendation. Um, yep. Eurovision by Will Ferrell. Um, written by Will Ferrell. So. Yes. Great movie. Um, if you like if you like um, murdering gnomes, you'll like this movie. It's uh, Nelves, mate. Elves, mate. No, Elves, sorry, yes. Get it right. <laughs> um, yes, anyway, we're going to sign off before we talk about it too much. But um, yes. definitely worth a watch. And yeah. Thanks for listening in, guys. As always, send your stories to yep. the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, uh, stories underscore yep. podcast. And, and this is our first episode for 2022. So, guys, yep. thanks for sticking around for it. We've got some big things planned for this year. So, uh, 
Make sure you buy Jamie's books too. Oh yeah. Um, there'll, there'll be an ad slotted in here, so yeah, somewhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna start start popping in a few ads. Um, but yes, let letters from the Emu War. Probably sure at this point you've probably heard the ad. If you haven't skipped the ad, then it's letters from the Emu War. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Fish Pond, Booktopia. It's on pretty much everything. Um, yeah. So I'll so see check you guys. It out. Great read. We'll see you guys next week. See you next time.